Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. another episode of commercial property roadshow or uh the podcast uh depending on which way you decided to uh join us and be with us today to talk about depreciation so of course uh it's always in one of those topics that people think yes no should i do depreciation should i not do depreciation is it really worthwhile so therefore i've got mike warlock here from mcg quantity surveyors so you guys do depreciation uh, and I believe even though you're based in Newcastle, you come all around Australia, right? Yeah. I mean, I happen to, to live in Newcastle, live in uh, Lake Macquarie, um, but most of our business is really not actually in Newcastle, uh, much more in Sydney and, and even Melbourne and Brisbane as well. But yeah, we cover the vast majority of the country. Right. Okay. So tell us a little bit about what you do and what exactly is depreciation. Yeah. And um, we've got a couple of case studies, which we just always like to you know, throw at people so that yeah. it becomes more real. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and that's a great approach, right? To be able to sort of send something through to me that's a live deal. Um, or, or something that, that's that's transpired, and we can say, look, this is this is how it all kind of works. So, quantity surveyors are construction cost estimating specialists. So that's really our area of expertise. That's the the degree that we do. Quantity surveyors do a whole uh, host of different things. Uh, you know, from contracts administration uh, to feasibility estimates and all those sorts of things. But the focus of today is tax depreciation, and that's my personal specialty. So we work with any. Uh, any owner of an income-producing property. So that can be residential property, commercial, industrial, retail, agricultural, all those sorts of things. So depreciation is essentially an allowance for the wear and tear of the property. So with the items in the property, we estimate their value and they decline in value over time. Now that decline in value uh, percentage comes to us really from the tax office. So the value of a depreciation schedule is just being able to see what the decline in value of those assets are each year. And in that end financial year report, it will show you the figure that you can claim off that taxable income. So it's really an important thing for cash flow as a commercial property investor. Yeah, so just to what that means to an investor is that if you were, say, you had um, $20,000 in positive cash flow that's coming through and ordinarily you'll be paying tax on the $20,000, the depreciation, what it does, it helps you to write off part of that positive cash flow. I mean, in resi, it goes the other way, just to helps you bring you back to neutral, but in commercial, it helps you to do a bit of tax minimisation. So this is where it comes in. And this is why people want to have that depreciation, especially if you're in the higher tax bracket. And as even if you're using it through trust or company, you end up still paying towards a higher tax bracket. Depreciation can mean a lot more. And for some of our investors who are you know, doctors or professionals and they're earning that higher income, they actually tell me that it's um, having depreciation is adding an extra half or sometimes towards 1% of extra yield uh, on their their bottom line in terms of the, the return on the property. Yeah, exactly. And I think if you think about um, maybe using the residential example of deductible components of property investing, number one is really uh, the interest-only component of the loan. And then I think second 
over and above repairs and maintenance, over and above property manager expenses uh, is, is often the depreciation. So it's a really important thing and a lot of people overlook that. And the result of that is just you're really leaving money on the table. Mm, absolutely. So we can't leave money on the table, so it's really no. important. And so with that, uh, we'd like to show you a couple of examples um, of, the, of, of the property. Now, the first property we'd show you is the tenanted property in Townsville. Now, this property is an off-market deal, so it's just gone to contract. And what we're seeing is that it's not a your, your, your traditional kind of building. It's sort of in the middle. It's, it's got it's a longer style, but it's got a beauty therapy in there. Uh, and it's got uh, a, um, a like a Selvo's kind of tenant down the bottom. So it's split into two. It's quite a bit of a big block. Uh, we don't actually have an IM, so we don't have photos, but this is the best we can do out of um, <laughs> Google Maps. No, and, and I mean, that, that makes it a little bit more difficult where we're sort of estimating what's in there. But there's enough here to, to, to tell a pretty detailed story. I mean, it's a beautiful old building. Uh, the positive to that is, you know, it's aesthetically quite pleasing. The negative to that is that it, the original structure is going to be built prior to the cutoff date for depreciation claims on the original building structure. With commercial, with, with commercial property, it depends on the type, but for the majority of them, it's the 20th of July, 1982. So that means that there'll be no claim on that original building structure. But if you have a look at it, um, from what I understand, there's five tenancies, top floor office space, about 300 uh, square metres. There's not a lot of photos for us available, but on the bottom floor, you can already see um, there's uh, there's some retail space, there's a foyer, there's a two-car garage and a, a common bathroom that I've seen. Uh, the bottom floor was refurbished, according to, to our details, um, around about 2014. Um, so the structural components of the renovation would actually qualify for depreciation. So the original building structure won't, um, but the structural components as part of that renovation would. Um, so new shop front, works to the foyer, lifts, bathroom. This is one of the tenants, and I'm just trying to see if we get some photos of the space. It would be nice. Because um, sometimes they have galleries of the space. So uh, let's have a look at their day spa. They normally have some photos, but maybe it's just generic photos rather than anything yeah, else. Yeah, they, they look like there's a bit of stock stuff in there. But yeah, I mean, you can yeah. imagine by that type of tenant, there, there has to be a reasonable standard of finish, right? You don't want to go yes. into a massage place and find the place that's a little bit run down, okay? No. So, so they've got to do it to a reasonable standard. Um, so, you know, so that, so all of those works are, are part of it. You know, the, the bathroom's going to be updated, electrical painting, um, upgrades to ceiling tiles and things like that. Yeah. On top of that, the roof and the guttering were replaced around about two years ago, and we can see that from satellite uh, imagery. Um, so the first financial year uh, worth of deductions based on the renovations would be around that sort of five to seven and a half thousand dollar range. Um, the plant and equipment items are going to be those, uh, the lifts, the lighting systems, the air conditioning, the hot water, bathroom accessories, you know, signage, all of those things. So there's probably 120 to 150K worth of those in there, which is about 15 to 20K 
worth of deductions in the first full financial year. So our, our total estimate for the deductions in this property, and, and, and consider this, it's, it's too old for the original structure. So sometimes people would say there's actually no value in a depreciation schedule. We'd actually be thinking somewhere in the twenty dollars to $28,000 worth of deductions in the first full financial year alone. So a clear, a clear case study where there is some significant depreciation deductions available to an older property. Well, that's amazing. And of course, like this one doesn't have an awning over the top of the balcony. One of the things tenants talking about is getting that awning done or getting the vendor to do the awning. Now, that's usually something that then adds on to that depreciation schedule and they can depreciate that, right? Yeah. So whatever they spend on the awning, assuming that it's not uh, an automated awning, it is just a fixed structure, you're getting two and a half percent of the value or the money spent each financial year for 40 years. So unfortunately, being a structural addition, it, it doesn't have a short effective life like other things like vinyl floors and those sorts of things. But still, you are able to claim all of that money back over 40 years in deductions anyway. All right, that sounds that sounds really really good. So I mean, like that's a perfect example because a lot of people do think that you know they want to buy newer buildings over an older building because they prefer to have more deductions. So which brings us to this point of showing you a property that is brand new, literally has had no one occupy it. So this is just the information memorandum of the actual um, complex itself. So it's newly built, probably only 12, 18 months. Um, no one's occupied the property. The property was bought vacant. We're, we're looking at getting a tenant in for, for the client. And then once they're in, they'll look at either selling it or refinancing against it. So, you know, tilt panels, um, car parks, you're very, uh, just very standard, in some way standard. Yeah. I mean, it's quite, uh, it's quite beautiful for, for the type of construction that it is, I, I think. Um, you know, maybe you've got to be an unusual person to see beautiful uh, in an industrial <laughs> warehouse office space. But, you know, they can be quite ugly. Um, but, yeah, this is a nice-looking place. No, it definitely. I think it's got the nice colours and stuff that makes it really nice. So what would you think when you look at something like that? Um, because obviously people prefer to go, oh, well, it's all new, nothing to worry about. Well, do we get a higher depreciation from something like this? The, the thing about these industrial uh, warehouses with, with office space is the construction cost per square metre is quite low. There's, there's not a lot of sophistication from a construction standpoint. It's often just the tilt-up concrete slab or, you know, often there'll be portal frame warehouses. So um, to, co- to, to build this per square metre is going to be a, a fraction of what it would cost per square metre to, say, renovate the downstairs of the previous property. So yeah. we're talking about 126 uh, square metres warehouse I think it was a hundred square meter first floor office with a little reception showroom as well Um, so we've got the capital works deduction so the building structure will qualify with it being uh, brand new they also have a share of the common area so driveways um, that would be under a a strata plan so they'd own a percentage of that the fencing um, all those sorts of uh, things I don't know if there's an automatic gate sort of to get into the complex but that would be included um, first financial year deductions, we'll be kind of thinking uh, for between sort of seven and a half uh, to nine on the structure. And then with plant and equipment items, um, actually, I can see here in, in, in my notes, I looked at this a little while ago, there's, there's two actual electric gate motors and controls that belong to the, to the strata. 
Yep. Um, you've got the the car park flood lighting. There's a common um, CCTV system, you know, switchboard signage. And then specific to the property, it's got those high bay automatic roller door um, motors, um, ov- obviously the lighting, fire extinguishers, hot water systems, all the things that you would you would normally attribute to an office, so air conditioning, exhaust fans, carpet door closers, and those sorts of things. Um, so we would see we, we would across the 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 both of it, so the the structure and the plant and equipment items. We'd be normally thinking around that sort of thirteen to sixteen thousand dollar mark in the first full financial year worth of deductions. So here's a case in point where still excellent depreciation deductions, but not actually as high as the previous one, which is an older style property where the original bones aren't qualifying. Mm, yeah, well, that's very interesting because uh, this one obviously being a smaller property was that around that 850 mark when we bought it. Uh, so, you know, still very substantial, but the other one, you know, older, significantly older, but like like you said, it's um you're getting we're getting about what twenty eight thousand for something like that. Yes. Yes. So definitely very different. So how should people when should people be getting a depreciation report and how should they be approaching something like that? Like what kind of information do you need? Like they'd have to tell you how many toilets are in the building? Well, we conduct an inspection on the property, so they don't need to do that at all. Uh, from a feasibility point of view, we would just kind of want to get an online listing. If it's off-market, um, some basic information about the property. And, and even off-market transactions, there tends to be a history of the building. We can often see some things. Um, or if you're inspecting the property or a consultant on your behalf is inspecting it, they can send through photos to us. So we'll make sure um, that the report is worthwhile for them as a first port of call. But we always recommend to do it straight away, right? Because things change over time. Things are removed from the building. Things are added to the building. You can capture the added things, but the removed things are harder because they might have existed as part of the purchase. So we need to estimate their value as part of your total purchase price. And, and you can only normally back claim a couple of years worth of deductions. So if you do leave it too late, there will be missed deductions. And, you know, we, we collect a bit of data on that and there are significantly missed deductions by people delaying it too long. So we always say um, do it straight away. Actually, that's a really interesting point because I'm doing that um, Cairns property where the old NAB building where we're just about to, I've just got the most updated quote in terms of um, gutting that building. So, and just gutting all of the stuff that's in there, all the NAB fit out. Yep. Um, and um, and so, so you if your advice of that is before I go and cut it, would be to actually get the depreciation report. Yes. In some cases, we would want to do an inspection uh, before and after, but at the very least, um, you know, let's just say that things are getting ripped out this afternoon. You would ask yeah. the, the builders to please take a f- few photos around before you actually yep. do that for us. I mean, in the past, we, we've had owners, you know, chasing skip bins down the street just to, just yeah. to catalogue what was in there because that's what's really different about, uh, commercial properties as, as distinct from residential. Um, on the 9th of May 2017, they changed the rules for depreciation on plant and equipment items. So things like carpets, blinds, hot water systems, which are common to, to commercial. There's actually a lot bigger list of plant and equipment items for commercial. Um, the rules said that after that date, 9th of May 2017, for resi, you can only claim plant and equipment if you're either buying new or you're installing new. Those rules don't apply to commercial. So we can actually look at a property that's 10 years old and estimate the residual value of the plant and equipment items, and you're actually able to claim those things. Um, And what a lot of investors used to do is is look at those 
those residual values and then renovate the property, throw those things away, and you can claim an immediate deduction on those items that are going in the bin. So whatever's left over, you can chuck that away. There's a few nuances you would need to talk to your accountant um, because there are things like you, you need to satisfy the fact um, to the ATO that you intended to rent the property as is to begin with. But there are ways that that, that can be um, sort of substantiated. So, so that's why I think it's important to get those reports up front. And when you are doing the improvements or the fit out, chances are you will have all of the cost information available there. If you don't have the breakdown, that's where we can add value in an inspection afterwards as well. So if you engage someone to do, let's say, a $300,000 fit out, we can't claim more than the total $300,000. But if we can go and itemize those plant and equipment items that have, say, an eight or 10-year effective life instead of a 40-year effective life, we're bringing those deductions forward. And a dollar today is always worth more than a dollar tomorrow. Absolutely. I think that's what people don't realise. So, I mean, that's a great tip because we know that some of our clients at the moment are doing, are doing vacant uplift properties, so they're refurbishing, so including myself. So I'll be sending that property to you so you guys can definitely do that report. But how do people get in touch with you? How do they, they want to find out more? What's the best way? Yeah, they can go to our website. It's MCGQS, so it's MCG like the cricket ground, and then QS for quantity surveyors.com.au. Um, so we've got quite a few resources there. Um, I'm obviously on LinkedIn, Mike Mortlock, um, uh, Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> not on TikTok, maybe one day. <laughs> I don't think yeah, I'm cool no. enough. Yeah, yeah well, when you're doing inspections, fine. you could be doing your TikTok thing. Yeah, yeah stay <laughs> tuned. Speed way, speed TikTok. Stay tuned. I, I, I don't think it's it's going to go viral unless uh, unless someone sort of runs over me or something in the process. Oh well, you know, you might be having toilet seats. <laughs> One of these things. Um, but that's great, guys. Look, uh, we'll be putting my details in the description, so they'll be in the podcast description and also in the YouTube description. So you can click on the link to his website. Uh, you can also find out there'll be a link to his uh, LinkedIn, probably. That's uh, I think the best way, or, or Facebook page. We'll we'll find a few of your ways of contacting you and put it in there, plus uh, his email address, so that if you need to contact him directly, you've got that. And, of course, um, our email address and our details so that you know that if you can't contact him for whatever reason, send us an email, we'll do a referral, we'll refer on. And But, you know, feel free to ask any questions, post any comments. And the most important thing is that let's keep this going. Anyone you think about who needs depreciation, send them my way because... Mike actually geeks out on this stuff and that's absolutely <laughs> great when he does. So it's always good to have a specialist. So thank you, Mike, for being with us. Thank you for sharing the tips. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in our next video where we'll talk a different topic about depreciation. Keep them rolling. Love the case studies. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Helen. Appreciate it. No worries. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.